Hey, yo, what up? This week we got my boy Trent Matthews, a safety from Colorado State, hopping on with us. In four seasons, Trent racked up 273 tackles, one sack, 10 interceptions, 33 pass breakups, one forced fumble, and four fumble recoveries. If it wasn't for an ACL injury in 2015, right before his last game, the bowl game, Trent definitely would have been a dry pick. Trent was uh, also all-district first team and second team all-area coming out of high school. And his last year in college, peeped aside, he was the AFCA All-States Good Work team. Trent chose Colorado State over Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Baylor, BYU, Kansas State, UTSA, Houston, and Rice. He was ranked the number 36 player out of the top 50 in the Mountain West Conference. And on top of that, Trent played in Canada. Not a lot of people know that, but shout out to my man for getting them going through the grind and everything like that after the injury, man. We're going to get Trent on here. Man. We're just glad to have you on here, bro. So I ain't introduced you the first time. I, you know, I kind of sped through this thing. So <laughs> uh, today we got my boy Trent Matthews, man, a safety from Colorado State, hopping on with his my boy since the Wood Lake, man, <laughs> back then, them, them days. So, man, Trent, we're just glad to have you on here, bro. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> man, I see you, man. Congrats on the two beautiful babies, man. Congrats on, you know, being married, bro. Like, my boy, that came a long way. Being a That's That's my, big, my, my biggest dream for me was to be a father. That was my, that's, that's my big, that's my biggest dream. So, appreciate that, man. Appreciate y'all having me on the Zoom, on the, on, on, on the deal, man, on the episode. I see you doing your thing. I appreciate this. Hey man, we we got we appreciate you following on with us, man. Cause, bro, is I didn't see you do some things, man. Going off to Colorado, I didn't see you dunk on plenty of people, and man, you was on the, <laughs> NCAA, the NCAA video game and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, my boy didn't made it. You man, you got you verified on uh, Instagram and stuff. Like my boy. Hey, <laughs> I be lit when I be seeing that verified check. Boy, like, my hey. boy verified on these streets, man. Nah, oh, man, I ain't nobody, man. I'm just trying I to don't know me, about man. the Harlem Globe Trotter jersey. <laughs> man, my boy had every jersey under the sun, man. My boy was out here pulling every jersey. Out the- that, oh, he had the- that was a stop. American jersey. I was like, boy, how the hell you get that? I wish I, I wish I, I wish I would have played baseball on the cool. 
Man, them, boy, you see them base, them contracts they have in these baseball players, man. That shit is ridiculous. Man, you ain't. It's crazy how I should, I should, and that's what I'm gonna do with my son. I think I'm gonna put him in baseball. Just, and if he don't like it, it is what it is. But at least he know he tried, and, and I, we, you know, it's an opportunity. But I, I wish I would have played baseball. Man, I think I've been a good outfielder. It's kind of similar to safety, but I, I would have been and, and worked on my on my crafting out a bat and out a swing. I mean, that's that's where the money at. Man, it was crazy. I was just showing Leon like uh, Messi, Messi's contract, six hundred and seventy-four million dollars for four years. Too much money. That's what it <laughs> is, bro. Six hundred and seventy-four million dollars to play soccer, bro. I, I didn't. Football was wrong. Million? Yes, bro. Six hundred and seventy-four million. But you know, you gotta think. Of, but you gotta think about. You gotta think about the demographic of where we were. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. In the northeast side of where we live, nobody was playing soccer. I mean, when the last time soccer really was on TV besides the Olympics, that's really was on TV that we actually like. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't the culture. So it's you. You kind of hip to what the culture that like. If your parents don't expose you to that sport, it's not nine times out of ten you probably not gonna play it. That's why I'm trying to expose my children to all of them and let them under, let them get a feel of what they really want to do because I, I think I hinder myself playing on playing only three, two, three sports and not being able to be, you know, playing baseball, playing shoot, swim. I don't, I probably want to do swimming, but <laughs> doing swimming or, uh, you know, stuff like that. I don't think I would do tennis either, but I probably would have been one hell of a good tennis player, but who knows, you know. Hey Trent, I can see you playing tennis, dog. I can see that, man. I can see you playing baseball. I can see you definitely playing baseball. I mean, you got the high forward to the speed for being in the outfield, so I can definitely see you doing that. But you know, Rackley wasn't gonna let us really play too many other sports like that, so <laughs> he he didn't really like yeah, us playing other sports. If it intervened with football, I don't know. But baseball, I'm surprised you didn't play basketball. I probably wouldn't do basketball though, because that's kind of uh, is it? Oh, I, I probably would have been in the middle of track. Probably. Yeah, it, it would have been uh, the same time track season. So, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would have, yeah, yeah you could have just rolled right after basketball season straight to baseball if you wanted to. I mean, I could have did both. I could have did baseball and track at the same time. I ain't got to be that conditioned. I'm already in shape. I'm from track. All I do That's is true. work on my swings at practice. That's true. I've been having that much. Man. Bro, I'm, 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 that much harder. I'm, I'm going to ask you this one, man. 2010. Judson versus Steele. Right. Best game. Oh, best game oh, I've ever been a part of, bro. And to this day, I tell people all the time, Tommy Armstrong did not score that two-point conversion. How did how when you you were on defense you know, when that play happened? How did you feel? He was he was you know, the man. I, I, I think take, I, 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 I take you to the play. Yeah. So on that play, I want to say it was fourth down. Yeah, fourth down. Get a third down yeah. stop. It's tied up or not. They were down. They needed a touchdown to win, or they well, they need a two point conversion to win. Take that back. Um, and I we knew they couldn't pass the ball because the receivers were limited. Um, they mock them with their bread and butter. We stopped them. Um, mm-hmm. and they ran like a zone replay or, or a 
boot play. They actually passed on that play for the two-point conversion. And Tommy had a window to score because nobody was open in the red zone. So I was covering a guy, and once I knew there was no opportunity for him to throw it, when he seen, when I seen the ball tucked, I attacked him, like, as hard as I could. But the key is somebody ear-holed me so hard. <laughs> I got blindsided, and I, I don't know who it – I think it was a, a receiver. I think he was white or something. I know he blindsided me, and I remember like tap, like tapping his leg, and somebody else got the other piece of him. And that's kind of how that happened, bro. And he, I don't, I seen the ball because I think about it. I got, I got ear hole, so I'm on the ground. My head is sideways. I can see the pylon. Just picture that, and I can see where the ball is underneath, or I can see when he falls. He's nowhere near. His head is near the goal line, but the ball's nowhere near the plane. And that's that's still today hunting me. I talked to about Markham with it, and Ryan, all of them boys that we played against with or played against during that game. We still talk about the crazy thing about it. When I was at UNC recruiting and I went to go recruit still, the coaches actually put that videotape on me as soon as I walked in. Oh, they had a no line. They had a line. No oh. lie, bro. No <laughs> lie. They had a line. It's still, it's still a huge game that they can, you know what I'm saying, they can have bragging rights for. But, I mean, I give them credit. They went to state one. They had, like, four All-Americans. I mean, and we were, we weren't, we had good players, but we were a great team. You know what I'm saying? And we shouldn't have, I mean. That was a game we I got, Honestly, I got to go back. If I got to find and watch that game play by play. If I can find it, I'm gonna watch it and see why we lost. Like what what opportunities we could have had to make it not come down to a four uh two point conversion to win. You know what I mean? So I feel like we should have threw the ball. Was a it, like more. you said, it was a good game though. That was a great game. I won't that's probably my best high honestly, that's probably where my offers came from, to be honest with you. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. That, that, game. that game and the Madison playoff game were the two best games I've ever ever been a part of, bro. Like, those games were – man, I remember when we played Aaron the second time because, you know, the first time, bro, they killed us, bro. Like, like, Madison destroyed us the first time we played them. But then we played them in the playoffs, bro, and to win that game like that, man, like, Q going off the way he did and, like, the defense stepping up. Everybody was healthy that second game, too. Because remember the first game, everybody went healthy. So that second right. game, getting Q back after his knee – uh, you know, Richard, I, I wish Richard was playing, you know, him and, you know, Soto had little differences or whatever, but, you know what I'm saying, Gamboa, man, he was healthy. Everybody came back the second time and was healthy, and I'm like, bro, like, I mean, Aaron even said it himself, bro, he was like, man, we weren't going to beat y'all the second time, and I'm just like, bro, like, you are all-American running back, like, bro, you you almost 5,000 yards in, your, in three years, you know what I'm saying, and you sitting here saying that, telling me that, and I'm like, damn, bro, like, it's just crazy to think that you know, if Wagner was never built, bro, we definitely would have had more state championships off top. Or if Aaron and everybody else from Woodlake would have stayed and went to Because most, most, most of he them would have been starters. He wasn't, yeah, he, they, they wouldn't, he, Aaron wasn't the only person. I know it was a couple more of them. Trey Trey. Yeah, uh, Trey Jay, Taylor. Uh, Joseph, 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 Joseph. Joe. I mean, it's about a good five. Man, that we I mean, used. we had the, the the Taylor brothers, uh, Vincent and Victor. Like, bro, bro I mean, we would have we had plenty of talent. That's, that's how we needed to actually go. If we if we had them, still would have never. I don't I don't think that would have been a game. Those five weapons on top, we would have been fine. So it's been dominating. 
what would it still be the challenge? Because if Malcolm was Malcolm, but yeah, I mean, we lost, I still lost think, by one point without that. I mean, think yeah. about it, bro. We lost that game at one point, and Richard was hurt playing hurt. Uh, right. Our starting defensive tackle was like 180, 90 something pounds, bro. Via was our linebacker. He was, bro, Via is one of the most athletic people I've ever met. And he was the smallest linebacker in the district. Yeah, but he don't look like it. Yeah, That's he really don't. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. He don't look athletic at all when you see him. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro, when you, put the, when you put the tape on, bro, you're like, damn, Via really balling, bro. Yeah. Nah, he, we played as a team. We played yeah, as a team. I keep that. Oh, we hey, 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 but Trent, what's up? You a safety top five, man. Top five safeties, top five DBs. Give me top five, yeah. I top five DBs to come out of Judson, bro. Just specifically, and you can't you say, include Judson. I lost you. I can't hear you. What you say? I said, give top. me your top five DBs to come out of Judson, and you can't include you yourself. You said what? I can't hear y'all. Uh, can Can you hear us? Can you hear? Hey, Trent. Hold on. All right. Give, can you give us your top five DBs from Judson? And you can include yourself. Um, wow. Um, a hard list, huh? Uh, top five DBs. You, you ain't even got to put them in order. You don't got to put them in order. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Chris Johnson, that was that played in the league. He was a, he played for the Texans. Yeah. We don't we never actually watched him, but I, I heard things about him, so I gotta put him up there. Okay. Um, uh, shoot, I gotta put Philip Gaines in there. Top five DBs. Yeah, shoot, he's still in the league. I got in there. Um, I gotta put uh, um. What's that three? Yeah, I think that uh, what's that two? Come on, go. Johnson, Philip Gaines. Um, yeah, that's two. And then I would have to say the last two. Yeah, I guess myself and um. It was an old, it was an old DB. I forgot it. He came and come talk to us. Last name Rubens. Uh, maybe I, I gotta, I, I, I gotta, I forgot his name, but maybe him. Okay. I mean, I, I think that's my five, really. But I, I, I got, I take that back. I gotta put Anthony Moore in there, bro. Bro, I was about to say you gotta put Anthony Moore one of the best safeties I've ever seen play, bro. He was like six three, six four. I forgot two. about Robert. Robert too. Robert too. I got. I guess that's my five. It would be Robert Anthony Phillip, Robert Anthony Phillip, Trey Flowers, and myself. I, guess. I can. I can go with that list. I can go with that list. I mean, like I said, yep. our whole secondary was Division One. Every single one of y'all. Sweet. Yeah, I was fat. Y'all could really hit hard. Bro, so your, your junior year, you know, you um, your leg was broken, and you 
come back into the playoffs, bro, and you balled your ass off. Like, you played two games and had 20 tackles, bro, and you weren't even in football shape yet. Like, nah, man, I wasn't. Damn, <laughs> man, I forgot about that. Now. Bro, you, you know what I'm saying? When we played Stevens, bro, like, I mean, bro, you, you were out there not even in football shape, and you racked up 10 tackles the first game you played as a junior. Like, bro, you was balling. Right. Um, yeah, man, I, I I had to come back, bro, because I usually when you know I mean you get when you getting recruited. Um, but hold on, real quick, fella. All right, you good, bro? I mean, come like I said, coming into your junior year, bro. Uh, you know, after your junior year, you come into your senior year. I remember uh, coming to your house one time. I think it was BYU. Um, we took your scouting profile picture <laughs> on the fence across the street from your house. <laughs> yeah, because um, back then we didn't have social media, bro. I'm going to know. My, I mean, MySpace was coming off, and then Facebook was the only avenue. I mean, all I know is I remember 247 called me and was like, I need a profile picture. Remember that? Bro, I remember that you. It was you, me, uh, Aram, and one more other person. We was we was at your house <laughs> when he took that yeah, picture. Yeah, and I remember two four seven called me. They was like, "Bro, we need a picture of you. We need a picture." I'm just like, "All right." So that's kind of how that happened. That was kind of random, by the way. It really was. It was spur of the moment kind of things. You were just like, "Bro, I gotta take this picture." We looking at you like, "For what?" You're like, "Man, they told me I gotta take a scouting like, picture." <laughs> This man had the box, still had the camp shirt on and everything, bro. <laughs> man, I literally just came from that camp. I want to, if I'm not mistaken, bro. I think that I think it was you just came from that camp because you still had all the clothes on. It's crazy, man. Like, was BYU um, was BYU the first school to really start this, that gave you an offer? Who was the first school that gave you your first offer? You said what? Uh, who who was the first school to give you your first offer? I don't know. I think that I think probably went out again. Oh, dog. Go ahead and pause that thing. You hear me? I said my yeah, first we can. offer. Yeah, your first offer. Who was the first school to offer you? Oh, it's starting to break up again. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, like, who, who was the first school to offer you? My first school was UTSA before they had a football team. Um, Coker and his staff came up. It was a coach named Coach Menifee. He came to Justin and offered me. He told me, I actually went to UTSA camp, and he was like, we want you. But then it was like a verbal, nonverbal offer. I don't know how, how many scholarships they had. So that was kind of the first school. Also, the crazy thing, and I want to put this on record, I was the, and I want all the kids that they hear this. I did not have no highlight tape. Max, he didn't, bro. He didn't at the time. I had no highlight. I had no highlight tape. And I had no highlight tape. I probably maybe one.
senior year, I didn't have no highlights. Bro, I you, never. You didn't have one senior year either. One. No. Oh my goodness. What? No what highlight it? tape at all. So they everything was just going off of camps, right? Camps and just honestly, spring coaches coming in spring seeing me. Yeah. I think if I would have had a highlight tape, I probably went. I would have been more noticeable, but a word of mouth is everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. So, Rackley, all he had to do is make a call and say, "I got a guy that's a six one six two DB that's decent speed, three sport athlete, good character." And honestly, I never had a highlight tape. You're the first four clips, that's all you need to see. You know what I'm saying? I think. When coaches watch it or they watch the game, they've seen enough. So, um, I think me making a highlight tape would have been good, though, just to see what else. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Now that I think of recruiting process, I don't see how a player doesn't have a highlight tape. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's and I true. Wasn't that I wasn't a five-star athlete, so I don't. I don't cold, know, bro. He was cold. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I mean, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I, I just know. Um, I remember when I got my first letter in the mail. It's from Rice. That's when we ended up going to that camp. <laughs> I remember getting yeah. that, and I was like, bro, like, I felt like I was like, man, can't nobody tell me nothing, bro. Like, I done went to a camp. These people sending me to – asking me to come to another camp. I'm finna tell all my homies about this thing. We finna go up in here, bro, tear this camp up. And I'm like, bro, like, all it took was for Eric to run that 140. That's all it took. And then <laughs> they came to all – everybody came to the Judson lines, bro. And all of us ran for none of Lord. All of us. Yeah. It was it yeah. was crazy, you know, and I'm like, I always think about that because I'm like, you know, bro, it's like we were two cars deep. I mean, you, me, Aram, Lonzo, Derek, Richard, I think Gamboa, I think, you know, Eric, like, and we're there with Derek Dillard. We're there I think with, Michael Williams was there, too. Yeah, Mike Williams, because I remember Trey Flowers ended up coming uh, over to Derek's house after that. And I'm sitting here like, bro, like, yeah. I'm in a room full of division one athletes bro like this this is a daily base basis thing and like bro we in here really putting in this work at this camp and it was like man like seeing that to you know you pick you know colorado state over i mean sec and big 12 teams and i was like bro like my boy trent really here with it i just want to go and play man that's why i if any youth high school or high school kids listen to this or watch this Bruh, I don't care about how the the weight room look. I don't care how the gear look. I mean, I want to look sweet, but think about all D ones. They have Under Armour Nike Adidas, right? Yes, sir. Right. I mean, yes, sir. They all gonna look fancy. Everybody's gonna wear the same type of gear. It's just that the brand is gonna be different. It's either out of those three: Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, right? Yep. And and on the colors change. Nothing changes but the colors. So. The, every it's the same weights. If you bench two twenty five, you're gonna bench two twenty five. The weights don't change. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. The, the the gear doesn't change. That's the difference between buying a Nike hoodie from Dicks and having obviously getting one for free at a school. Nothing. I mean, you can do both of those. You can buy the same hoodie at Dicks and buy the same and get the same one at the same a South Carolina hoodie at at South Carolina and get the same one at Dicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So really, what both of those are intangible. You know what I'm saying? But I was looking at things that was, you know, that you couldn't grasp or that was harder to get money that could, stuff that money couldn't buy. That's why I was looking at it in school. 
And the things I was looking for is the first thing I look for is that when I got recruited was I didn't care about the glamour. I didn't care about this, the, the gear that much. I went to look good, like I said, but that wasn't my priority. My priority was how was the coaching staff? How, how, how did I deal with the coaching staff that was there? And my second thing was, was I, was I wanted to see the depth chart when I went to the, when I go on visits, I don't care about none of that. Don't take me a tour of the <laughs> campus and all that stuff. I want to see the depth chart. And I want to see that who going to be working with me in the academics. And I wanted to see the depth chart. That was the only two things I wanted to see. Don't show me no, don't show me no jerseys. Don't show me the fans at a football game. I can care less. I want to see the depth chart. And I wanted to see academics as far as who is going to help me tutoring. Cause I was, it was a struggle for me to, to learn. So those are the two things I cared about the most. You know what I'm saying? So if Tennessee was going to be the best school for me, then so be it. Or if Kansas State was there for me, then it was that. I didn't care. I could have went all the way to Oregon. I didn't care. I just wanted to go be the big man on campus and be able to start for four years. And I'm, I wanted to – but I don't – obviously, I, I'm not backing down from a challenge. Because, yeah, know, why you don't go to Bama and, and – and, that wasn't my. That wasn't what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wanted to go and play all four years, so I give myself the best opportunity to put as much tape as possible on film. And I already knew the the the. I researched the next four years who were we playing. I knew we was playing against Bama. I knew we played in Boise and San Diego State, and I knew I could go to Hawaii every two, every other year. You know what I'm saying? Those are things I was looking at. And then on top of that, every three, every two, every First two games, we always played either SEC or Pac-12 and the ACC school every year. The first three games. Because so, I y'all played Colorado the, like the first game. Rocky Mountain Showdown every year. Yeah, every year that's a Pac-12 team. I knew he was going to play Alabama. I knew he was going to play uh, – um, so we played Boston College. I knew he was going to play teams like that. That was going to be um, – we played like Minnesota. Like those are the teams I knew we was playing against. So I knew that – um, I knew that there was, you know, opportunity for me to shine, but still have the opportunity to start and play and be the big man on campus and get the education that I'll order to, to help that I wanted. So that's, if young people think, I, I want, when people go on recruiting trips, it's cool. Go take your little photo and post it on Instagram and get your likes up. Cool. But is that jersey gonna define you when you're not on a when you're not the starting player? Like, is that you know what I'm saying? Is that that facility gonna help you start? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I feel you on that. That's what that's what kids don't get when I try to tell them like, go where you gonna play. Yep. Are you going to are you going to are you going to Arkansas? Are you going to Nebraska to because the you get to play on ESPN every week and. You know what I'm saying? But uh, if you're not playing or you're not starting, are you really on ESPN? Not saying that, you know what I mean? Obviously, everybody's mindset is different, but could I play that in Nebraska? Maybe, but I wanted to go, I wanted to for sure have a starting job every year, period. End of discussion. I can get hurt and come back and be starting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was my thought process. Like people, and people might think, like, well, that's not a challenge. That's not, that's not cool. Well, so be it. But I know, I was going to start it before you, and I was going to play some of the best teams in the country 
And my conference was probably one of the best group of five conferences in, you know, in, 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 in college football. Other than the Mount, I think Mount West and probably the American, the American League where, where UCF, is, UCF and um, Cincinnati is in. Oh, and Memphis too. Uh, yeah, Memphis, that league, and Mount West are probably the best group of five programs. You know, Houston's in that American League. Like those program, that program, um, the American League, with SMU and all of them boys in, and then the Mount West. I think mm-hmm. those are the two best group of five programs. Because you, you, I mean, in those program, in those, in those group of five schools, I mean, there's li- literally probably three to four schools that are ranked in the top twenty-five. So, I mean, it's statistically, that I made the best strategic move for myself. So. I want all I want all kids that either listen to this or don't listen to it. That's that's kind of my theory of recruiting process. You know what I'm saying? Why I chose Colorado State. You know what I mean? Man. I feel you on that, bro. See, I I I wish um when I because I I had took a visit to UTEP and you know I I went out there and I was just like you know, I just want to stay. I, my main thing was I just want to stay in Texas. And you know when I went out there, I was like you know it's eight hours from the city. It's not that bad, but. You know, I saw it as, you know, I mean, I'm in Conference USA. I get to go back to San Antonio every year to play UTSA every other year. I get to go play right off of 35 at, North, you know, North Texas. So, you know, my mindset was as long as I, I want to play as many games as I can in Texas, that way my mom and them come through and see me. But then mm-hmm. it was like, you know, at the time, bro, they had, I think it was four sophomore running backs on their roster. They had like two juniors. And those seniors, I was like, bro, by the time I really get to play, I'm going to be about a senior or a junior. So there's really no point in me really coming here. Plus, you know, they're already offering, you know, some other running backs too. So I was like, bro, there's really no point in me even trying to do all of this. Like, I might as well go to a smaller school where I know I'm going to play. And, you know, you you saying that, I'm like, damn, bro, like, that, I, that's, I feel that. Because you don't want to go off to college and nobody even know your name. You don't even really play. Right. No, I see that. I see that in you, uh, especially like when we was in Judson, man. Like you was really like what I think I saw like a shift in the culture. Cause you know, everybody knew Judson for running backs and whatnot, you know, for we running the ball. But I think, man, like you were a like you were really a star at Judson. Especially on, especially like on football, like on the defensive, on the defensive side, like man, I, no, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I think honestly, to be honest with you, I think that that early two thousands class made that the start off like the DB era. I feel like now there were DBs before us, like uh, way before us, like in the eighties, but yeah. It went on a dry spell for a long time, and the '90s picked back up a little bit. But I didn't hear too much about DBs. Maybe the early 2000s, but once that 2008, when we was in middle school, I, you start hearing a lot of DBs Tony come out. Harp. I feel like, yeah, that's the that's the first DB I heard of was Tony Harpin, and it was Robert. Yeah, Shaw, from Tony, Anthony from Tenny. Yep, Eric Brown, the progression, Robert Shaw, Anthony Moore, myself, Trey Jarvion. Um, my boy Richard, I mean Griff, Rich, Gamboa, you know I mean? and Zach. now you got you got now these other DBs. Now you got a, a one that's 
he I think he transferred, but he was at Missouri. You know what I'm saying? Now you got other, you know, other DBs kind of passing that torch now. I think our last DB, what, where would they go? I think he was at Missouri. I think it was our, he was a corner. I think he went to Missouri. Um, I think that was the last one, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. There might be another one. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Rashad Wisdom. That's probably the last DB um, out of Justin as far as D1-wise, I think. And he's it, balling it right now, UTSA. Bro, he's killing um, it. He is killing that UTSA right now. I think that was the, I think that's the last DB so far. Um, but uh, we got a we got a young we got a young DB possibly. I don't know. We'll see. But gotta see what he's about. But um, we'll see. You know. But that era where it was just DB after DB after DB, that was different. That was just an iconic time. I feel like. Like, it was a wild time, man. Like every, I used to look at the magazines and stuff like that, and the rankings, and I used to see our our every is like from my freshman year to the year, probably when Jarvion played and Trey like played. Our secondary was always ranked number one in our district every single year. That's like how many years in a row is that? That's you know that's crazy. Plus, you know we're playing like Eric Hume, Shane Hume, and them boys over there at Steel. You know you're playing you know Wiggins and Madison. You know. Um, you know, all them boys like that. And, you know, we're like, bro, like, it's Maddox. Maddox started it. Eric Brown and them boys. And I'm just like, bro, I, I didn't see so many DBs come through Judson just watching them practice or I played with them. And I'm like, bro, like, I see these people every day. And these people aren't playing in college, they're on video games, they're in the professionals. And I'm just like, bro, like, I tell people all the time, bro, like, when I first met Philip Gaines, he was probably the, the most quietest DB I've ever, I've ever met. And I'm like, bro, he's playing for the Houston Texans. Like, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, coming from Converse, this small city to, bro, like Cam Griff, he was playing in the G League, bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, the people that you grow up with, they're like, these are professional athletes. And like, people are like, man, you know him? I'm like, yeah, bro, he's spinning out of his house. We, we used to go work out in the same weight room together and chill. Like, we used to jig in the parking lot after practice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't lying. Oh, so it's crazy, man. That's why you gotta be one hundred percent organic, man. You gotta be home. Gotta be you. Do you who have knows? Any, y'all uh, might you, this podcast. See, that's why when you ask me to do it, I'm gonna do it because who knows? You your podcast might blow up, and you know who knows? You might I don't know who knows. I feel you on that, bro. You know, I just I just threw this podcast together because I was like, man, you know, everybody got to tell their stories. Not a lot of people they know these guys, but they don't know they 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 college stories. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, my prime example. Do you have any crazy recruiting stories, like campus visit stories? Sure, I got a lot. I mean, one one on top of my head is, I mean, I think my best visit. Was my Colorado State visit probably? Um, I mean, obviously the girls was there. Um, the they showed me the most love, bro. Like when the school really, really wants you, bro, they gonna bring the whole staff down there. You know what I'm saying to the crib? Not one coach, two, three. No, the whole staff came in the crib. I didn't even have enough seats for the whole staff to like sit down in my house. I remember that picture. I you know remember what I'm that saying? picture. Like the, and I'm 
like the head coach there, like in the mo and like five other coaches, six other coaches on staff with came in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Made me, then they made me a priority. Like, you know what I'm saying? They made sure as soon as recruitment came around that I was gonna be the first visit. They made sure that they called me all the time. You know what I'm saying? They sent me letters all the time. You know what I'm saying? They came to my basketball games. Like, that's when you know a, a school is really committed to you. And I don't like school, me and the recruiting process, I don't like schools that come on late. That means they just either didn't see me, which is fine, or why didn't you see me? I guess the question. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't you see me then? If you just now seeing me, why why now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm loyal to this for you. And I think I don't regret any of that, but my recruit stories probably be like, bro, I'm talking about like. And all, I think all recruiters, when you go on a visit, I think you get wine and dine the best. So you can obviously go to that school. But I think I'm talking about I got, like, African lobster, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, they was, bro. They was spending big money. They t- <laughs> what? Yeah, like, they was – no, I had some I African had, lobster. Um, I had, like, a, <laughs> a big old steak, like, I'm talking like some a different type of steak, but I mean I was eating good, bro. So that was one thing. The parties was outrageous. Go on YouTube, go on YouTube, watch this podcast and type in see Colorado State Undie Run. Um just those in general, bro. I mean, just the atmosphere. I mean, and at the time the atmosphere was turned up and we sucked at football. So I was like, imagine if we come in here and change the the trajectory of of and make the school winning, you know what I'm saying? This going it's the school was it's gonna go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think the crazy thing on my visit, the, y'all are the biggest party school, really. Because our parties is better. Crazy than, thing you got to think about it. How the the Mount West at that time in the in the mid in the early uh, I want to say early, but around 2010 2011, the Mount West was a different different school. Utah was still in the Mount West. BYU was in the Mount West. TCU was in the Mount West. Uh, Boise was in the Mount West or coming into the Mount West. So you had all these schools still in the Mount West. Now, obviously, Utah left to the Pac-12. TCU went to the Big 12. Boise, us and Boise are still there. But you got to think about that. Like, who was in the Mount West at the time? You know what I'm saying? And who was in it? Who was I'm saying playing? And I went to the TCU game and it was outrageously crazy. And I, I think that was that was one of the first college games I ever been to, to be honest with you. I didn't never I didn't never have enough money to go to a college game. So for us to go, I mean for me to go to a college game, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So but my experience, I mean the parties was crazy. I'm talking about crazy. Like I said, go on YouTube. And type in Undy Run Colorado State, and you will see what I'm talking about. And you be like, "All right, I can't really that. I can't explain how crap. I can't explain how crazy it was until you go on YouTube and watch it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all I can say, bro. That's all I really can say. I mean, the story going when you watch it, you then you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just typed I got it pulled up right now, now, man. I got it Bruh. pulled up right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Wild. That looks crazy, man. Uh, and it was like this every year? Every year. I mean, just so that undie run is like a it's a charity event. It happens every year. Um, and you the the object of it is you start with a whole bunch of clothes on. And like um the officials that run the Undie Run program at when they blow the whistle, we all meet at the center of the campus. And when he blow the whistle, everybody takes off their clothes and everybody has on either underwear or they have on and the girls have on lingerie. And you run to give it's a uh, it's awareness to for charities for for kids that don't have uh, nothing and you donate your clothes. The clothes that you throw is donated, is picked up and donated, and we run to raise awareness for those who are less fortunate. And we run around campus for like a mile, and then after that, it's phone parties, block parties, parties in cars, party on dorms, party at off campuses. It's parties all throughout Fort Collins, and then. People, I mean, that's it's all night. It's oh, it stays oh, it's up until like five a.m., bro. So, and that's bro. not that's like not even after football. Game. That's in the spring. Like that's doing spring. What? <laughs> I can do that imagine, now, bro. Like, bro, I was I remember when I was in Greeley, bro. We used to hear about y'all parties, and we just be like, bro, we gotta get out of Greeley, bro. We gotta go. Yeah, Greeley's terrible. <laughs> God awful place. But honestly, bro. I've been to Greeley when I was in college. I went to Greeley a couple of times because that wasn't my the, the, the university. Of, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't a lot of white people. It was too many. I won't say too many white people, but it was a lot of white people, not enough black people. So most of most of most people from Denver that were black went to UNC. So it was. I mean, we me and the fellas went down there a couple of times, but you know, every, we can't get down there too many times. But we did. It was cool, but. Yeah, ain't nothing like, you know what I'm saying? When we beat Colorado in the Denver Broncos stadium, in a, in a, I think the last time we beat them was like 2008, and this was like 2012. Ooh. So we beat them. And at the time, they had a receiver that, that got drafted by the Seahawks. His name is Paul Richardson. I don't know where he's at now, but they had a receiver named Paul Richardson. They had two elite backs. They had a couple of linemen. They had a good D lineman. Um, they were solid, but we came and beat them in Bronco Stadium. And I'll tell you, when I, we, we went back to Fort Collins, oh, my gosh. Y'all oh party like gosh. crazy. Y'all, y'all know y'all party like crazy. I know you did. And we and think about it. It's 80,000. It's yeah. 80,000 in, in Bronco Stadium, full Ooh. pack. And then everybody driving back to Fort Collins to go turn up. Ooh. I can only imagine. Come on now. <laughs> so that's like SMU beating, I wouldn't say SMU. I say that's like UTSA beating Texas. Oh, bro, San Antonio going wild on that one. You think boy, about it. Crazy. You think about it. UTSA, that campus is going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if UTSA beat Texas, crazy. like, come on now. That'd be so, great, boy. And we was projected to lose by like twenty points. So, I guess that's one. I guess that's an ideal story for me. I yeah. mean, as far as for me, I mean, 
honestly, I got so cra- I mean, they so crazy. I mean, the details is crazy, but I mean, I had so many of them, you know what I'm saying? The list goes on, but I tried to give you the video so you can see, visually see it, you know what I'm saying? And maybe I guess after the podcast, you put the link so people can watch it, but that's how that's how crazy it got, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm so. definitely putting the link up, bro, because, yeah, bro, like, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's – but, you know, it was for a good cause, you know, doing that, man. That's really important. No, it was a good cause, but the partying was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to win, put T-Bone in. Man, I mean, you nah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I look at your stats, bro, like, bro, you was balling your ass off at college, bro. 273 tackles, 10 picks. 33 pass breakups, four fumble uh, recoveries, one forced fumble, and one sack. Bro, is it safety? Bro, you was balling your ass off. Like, Thanks, brother. I mean, that's crazy, man. You had over 50 shots. I shouldn't have won it. I shouldn't have won the Thorpe. Bro, weren't you in? You were in the runner for it, weren't you? I think it was what? Your, your yeah, team? I was, but you know, something after that, it get politics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bigger schools. You know, and I, I my senior year, I only had I only had like two or three in my senior year. Hey, most time people that get the door, you gotta have like that year. You gotta go crazy. You gotta get like eight. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, ah, I ain't get thrown to like that. So it is what it is. But I think my numbers speak for itself. Yeah. Hopefully, um, they put me. I would like to one day be in the Hall of Fame at Colorado State if there's a capability of that happening. Long and along, so I can so my son can go back up there and see his dad was kind of good. You know. But, uh, but you know, um, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into that, you know. So I wanted to go to the NFL. Obviously, I got injured, but I got a shot with Miami late in the year. Um, and that was the experience of itself. I mean, think about this, bro. Lately, when you was when you text me, I think you text me when I got the job at Denton. Remember? I remember that, bro. I was happy. So you text me, yeah. You text me, and I was at Den High School. Think about this: I didn't get drafted because I I was projected going in the third round, similar to like Trey. I got invited to the East West Shrine game, couldn't participate because I tore my ACL the last game of the season, right? Mm-hmm. And then I didn't get to go to the Senior Bowl, neither one of those, and I didn't get to go to the combine. I was on a bubble list because I couldn't perform. They wanted to put somebody else in that was able to perform, which I understand. So I missed those three events because of my injury. And I didn't want to go up to the combine because all they was doing was going to twist my knee and and x-ray the heck out of it. So I just stayed traveling. I went to Florida a couple of times, went to Atlanta to train, and I went – I stayed back in Colorado to train too. I went to those three places and – I was like, man, I need a job, but I still want to train. So I would go up to MJP up in Dallas. I go to D1 in Dallas. Um, while I was at Denton High School coaching receivers. <laughs> and I remember that. I knew I wanted to coach high school, but I didn't know I wanted to do it that early. So, but I was training. I was even training with my kids. And um, I was training with a kid named Chris Miller. He's at Colorado right now. I think he's going into his senior year. But I was coaching him and a couple other kids, uh, Tony, Tony. It was a couple kids like that I was coaching that was had the capable of going to the Division One level. And I was training them, but I was also training myself up there and then. And literally, bro, this is no lie. This is the realest. This I cannot lie about this. Um, I'm training, bro. And I'm like, man, 
it's like November. Like think about, I've been teaching since August when school starts, August, September, October, and it's like middle of November, like going to late November. Um, and I'm in Lockintera Mall, bro, because it's around right before Christmas break or Thanksgiving break. It's like the Friday before Thanksgiving. You know, teachers, you get off Thanksgiving, right? Yes, right you do. Now. Yes, you so, do. <laughs> so I'm in Lockintera Mall. I'm shopping for for my my future. What? See my wife at the time. I, I think, think I, I don't think I was thinking about marrying her, but I didn't get it yet. I, I was I would say my, my girlfriend at the time. Um you know what I'm saying? We in like it I'm splurging on her. I'm literally in I think I'm in Zara, one of them I'm in one of them stores, and literally, bro. one of the uh, GMs, I think Dan Marino and then somebody else called me and it was like is this Trey Matthews? And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, that's I crazy. I was like, yeah, that's me. He was like, are you able to work out? I'm like, am I able? What? I said, yes, sir. I'm able to work out. He's like, I'm going to book <laughs> you a flight next week to come work out. Have you been training? I'm like, yes, sir. I'm ready. And like, I literally like buckled and like broke down to my knees, bro. Because I was like, no draft, went from third round, supposed to go third round. A lot of a lot of safeties in that draft class uh, declared early, so it hurt me a little bit too in the draft, but um, not being drafted, couldn't perform, couldn't go as a free agent because I'm still hurt. I'm like four months out of, out of the injury. Um, and I'm like, bro, I had all of, like you said, all them stats, you know what I'm saying, and just nothing. That can't be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All I'm saying yeah. is just nothing. So getting going to Denton, coaching, and then having an opportunity to get a workout for the Dolphins. And this is like, this is not no workout for just like to just be on a practice squad workout. This is to play in a playoff game against Pittsburgh at the time. And this is Miami. This is when Landry was still with the Miami Dolphins. Tannehill was a quarterback. Adama Kisu was D-lineman. Uh, Jay Ajayi was at running back. Um, Steel was that running uh, receiver. Um, so they, that's when they was balling. They had they had a squad. Right. So that's just when we they were actually Ooh. going to the playoffs in a long time, and I was coming to to help. The day was injured. Bacardi Rambo was a safety at the time. He was a veteran safety, and he got hurt. And they needed some guys. And yeah, I'm gonna move a little bit, but they needed some guys to um to come and participate, you know what I'm saying, for that last game. Um, but luckily, I mean, it is what it is. They 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 kept me on for a little bit. And obviously, I couldn't play that game because I'm just now getting off of injury. It wasn't just going to throw me in the fire like that. So they signed me to an off-season contract. But then think about this. This is the crazy thing. As soon as I signed to go for an off-season contract, um, the defensive coordinator at the time, his name is Vance Joseph. He left. He went to go be a head coach at for the Broncos. So that hurt me. And think about it. I'm I'm in Miami right now. I'm chilling, eating pineapples. <laughs> and then I see on ESPN, dun, 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 Vance Joseph, or excuse me, uh Coach Joseph, uh goes to go be the head coach of the Broncos. And then Dan Marino calls me the next day. 
and they tell me, hey, you got to, you know what I'm saying, we're going to have to go a different way. We're getting set up for the next coaching staff and mm. this and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, you know what, I just appreciate the time. Um, I, the experience was nice, you know what I'm saying, to put on a, a Miami gloves, to put on a, you know what I'm saying, put on a gear and just be a part of the, you know what I'm saying, of that, especially that late, you know what I'm saying. And the reason why they didn't keep me was because I didn't have no tape after the ACL injury. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm coming, think about this, it's in December in college. You mm-hmm. got four months to prepare for the combine. For the combine. After that, the draft, yeah. yeah. And the draft is two months from there. So you have six months to, to the draft. I'm not, I, it takes, to, to heal an ACL, it takes six to nine months. So once I was actually cleared for my ACL injury, it's already damn near, you know what I'm saying, October when I'm fully healed. It's already October into the football season in 2017. So I'm just like, all right. So the Dan and them boys up there told me, go play in Canada. We're going to keep an eye on you. So I was like, all right, cool. Canadians play. Canadians make a return. Huh? Oh, thanks. Um, Canadians rookie contract, you get between 60 to 80. K, your first rookie contract, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes it might be more after your rookie. I mean, that's how much you make 80K Canadian dollars. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that's a good opportunity. I get film. I get to go to Canada. I ain't never been out there. So that was a good experience. Yeah. And then, like, you know, um, that was cool. Get to play in there. But, you know, after a while, I was like, 80K, Brian and, and Leon, I'm like, I'm getting hurt again. My body hurting. I mean, Canada is cold as heck. Do yeah. I really love this? You know what I'm saying? Do I really love it enough to keep trying? And then a Canadian thing out there, once you turn like 26, you know, it's harder and harder to get back in the league because now they consider you old. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I was like, man, I don't know. I'm like, I can go make 80K in Texas teaching. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's I was a just fact. There. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm hurting my body. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a thousandaire. Now, if I'm throwing my body out, I'm going to be a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But I'm a thousandaire making 60 to 80K Canadian dollars. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, is this for me? I don't really like it. So yeah. Miami never called me back. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I got my got my professional. I was I, I had my piece. I was just like, I'm done. I kept getting hurt, bro. And I was like, I want to walk. So, yeah. That's kind of my, I know I'm on my a soapbox, but that's kind of how that went by. I'm not gonna ask you, bro. Yeah. We was gonna we was gonna ask you about all of that. Yeah. <laughs> we we glad you said yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. So that's kind of, I mean, that's my story. After I mean, my professional career was short and ended, but when you start talking about my stats, I forgot about how much I had. You <laughs> was balling, and just bro. Going, I'm telling and you, just, and just going straight from there to how that happened like I remember I proposed right before the draft and Aaron came to my house and he was like we I think it was like a week before the draft and he was like he's like man I hope we get picked and I'm even my boys get even players I'm like he didn't have no that's no career like I did but the fact that he was healthy and I wasn't you know what I'm saying and it's tough I think I would have got a good three years in healthy if everything was if I was healthy and I, I did the combine and I did the East West Shrine game and everything was right. I think I would have had at least, who knows? It would have been a better, it would have been a different outcome. 
Because the you... fact that I got a call mm-hmm. late in the playoffs, yeah, after ACL, that says a lot. I mean, yeah. So I mean, Trent, I was waiting on buying your jersey, man. Bro, I'm not gonna tell man. Not... I know, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Bro. I got, I got one. I literally got one jersey. I got one jersey, bro. If I that I put on, and that's it. Like people, even people at the jersey coaches be like, "Come, uh, come donate." I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's my only one. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep that one, bro. You gotta keep that one. I got my Canadians. Like I gotta insert. Now, if I'm like Trey and them boys and Phil, they got plenty of jerseys. They play the whole season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, I mean, and some coaches don't. I mean, some people don't understand. Like, for you to play a whole season, that's one of that's hard. Hello, hard. In the middle of the season, people gonna sometimes get cut. It's crazy. So that's a lot on your body too. Yeah, bro. So that's kind of like the fact that I, I got to play professional football, even if it was a short term. You know what I mean, it's all good. At least I got an opportunity. Yeah. I think I put myself in a position to be drafted, and I think I can live with that. Um, yeah, it's crazy. When you, when you put the numbers up, <laughs> I mean, career wise, I don't think. Not a lot of people had what I had. I think another safety, you know, he's his name is Darian Thompson. He plays for the Cowboys right now. Um, you can look him up. He um, he came in the same year I came out, and he's from Boise. I knew he was – he had, like, doubled it. He had, like, 23 career picks, and I was like, yeah. And he didn't even get the door. Damn. He had 23 career interceptions. And I Damn. want to say he had, like, eight or nine. I want to say he had eight. His senior year, bro, and he still didn't want to throw it. So when I told him, I was like, bro, that's crazy how you ain't get it. But he's still in the league. I mean, so he balling right now. I don't think he's a starter or nothing, but I know he's a special teams guy for the Cowboys. His name Darian Thompson. He put the boys. He was the only safety I knew that was – he was – us two were the only two, like, that I know for sure out of the Mount West that were balling. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um. But think about it. I was in the draft class with Jalen Ramsey. Um, that class was deep at DB. It was hella deep yeah, at DB. Jalen Mills. It was a whole mm-hmm. bunch of him, Darren Thompson. It was a yeah. whole bunch of safeties. It was like two safeties from Clement, Clemson, mm-hmm. two from Florida State, a couple from Ohio State. It was, it was a different draft class for the safety position. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know. I put myself in a position to get drafted. I mean, I still got, I still got voicemails of the coaches calling me. I'm gonna keep it for my son. Let him know that I still got it. Just <laughs> yeah, in case he tries now to your pops was balling. <laughs> your pops was balling. Yeah, man. Nah, man, it's a good time. I mean, but, when it comes to the injury that happened, bro, um, do you remember? Do you remember the play? Oh, I remember exactly the play because um, I had to watch it multiple times because I don't understand how that happened. So. We're playing Fresno State. It was the last game of the season. I think it was like right before halftime. I think we're up by a touchdown, I believe. And bro, my my brother, my teammate, my groomsman, one of my groomsmen, my wedding. I love him today. My boy, I'm making a tackle. My leg is like out. You know what I'm saying? Out like out in the air. And I make a tackle 
and he I whiffed it a little bit and he comes in carelessly and like goes straight at my knee in the middle of the air and I heard all I heard was poof and like I'm like damn I ain't never had this feeling so I'm like man hell no nah, let me get back up I couldn't get up so I'm like my knee is like hurting it's swollen like a mug I'm like please don't let it be an ACL MCL some PCL some so I get the crutches. I'm like, damn. So I get the x-ray the next day. I'm just like, bro. The doctor told me, oh, yeah, that's your ACL. He said it so carelessly. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I said, y'all lying. I said, hell no. They said, yeah, so ACL. I'm like, stop it. He's like, yeah, man, you're going to have to have surgery. I'm like, can I, I was like, can that stuff wait? Can I play like Heinz Ward and play without it? They were like, nah, it's too, it's too broken. It's too, it's not gonna work. And I'm just like, all right, bro. Yeah. I busted out crying for like two days, bro. Uh, I drowned in myself. I was just like, this cannot be happening. Bro, but it was the last game, the last. Play like it been different. Game. I wish it was the first game, so then I could have yeah. healed and then entered the draft and been yeah. that way, but. Think if people hear this, man, if everything ain't right, there's always somebody better or just as good. So if yo, if you if you about to end of the draft and you ain't healthy, good luck. Ain't, it's gonna be slim to none. It don't matter how good you are. If you ain't healthy, unless you like yeah. the top five picks in the draft, that's the only way you're gonna get secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a mid-rounder, so you know. So, oh man, that's kind of. I was waiting. I was waiting. Nah, yeah, man. I, it is what it is. I mean, bro, I was, I was in class when I got the news. I was sitting in class when I got the news. Uh, I, I remember. I think it was um, uh, might have been Derek. Uh, the dad posted it, and I was like, Nah, I was like, nah, you lying, bro? You bullshit? Ain't no way. Like you, 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 you playing? And bro, like when I like Googled it and stuff, bro, that shit broke my heart. That shit hurt. Leon, yeah, Leon told me. I was like, man, I know you lying. Bro, it's like you didn't yeah. believe it, bro. It's like you couldn't believe something like that happened. I did. I mean, just I mean that happening, bro, that late. I mean, it was a it. Before I loved my wife, before I loved anything, man, I love football. So for that to happen that late and all that work I didn't put in. But you know what, though? Even though I got hurt, people still was calling me. So I was like, I still got a chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even in the draft, they used to call me like, you can ask Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Green. Like I was, I would think even Derek was there. I think it was me, Fat, um, Aaron Green. And we was all just training for the draft, like just on some. It was like weeks before the draft, and we was in San Marcos, and like I think that the Rams or somebody called Aaron, and I back door the, the Texans called me and was like, "Hey, um, um, this your number? Make sure they like this is the stuff before the draft. They do they just call you, make sure this your phone, how you are, how you coming along. You know, scouts just call you just to make sure everything's in order." So if they call you, you know what I'm saying? They, they you know, they still they don't they don't waste no time because you're on the clock. So, um, but yeah, bro, 
it sucks, but everything happened for a reason. I think my my ultimate goal is to just um is to play or not play, but coach in the NFL. Since I didn't get as I didn't get to prolong my career playing, I want to coach in the NFL. I mean, that's my that's my main objective, to be honest with you. So if I can do that, shoot. You know, that's that's the that's the biggest, that's the ultimate goal right now. My biggest dream is to coach in the NFL and stay there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. coach there, but stay there. You know what I'm saying? So if I could do that, that's good for me. Bro, so. that that's it, yeah, you know, man, just the crazy thing is because I know you I know you spent the damn hour during the eleven. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You you're one of the hardest working people I know. Like yeah. the NFL is definitely coming for you. Cause I remember when I saw you know, you getting the, um, the linebacker job at Northern Colorado, I was like, oh, shit, no way. I was like, no way. So, you know, when you got that and then, you know, see you, you know, going from Ditton to that and then, you know, going back to Judson, you know, I'm like, my boy has college experience. He got the high school coaching experience. Like, there's the sky's the limit, really. I mean, all he needed somebody to give him a chance and he going to knock that dough down and keep rolling with it. Yeah, you know, that well, coaching and the coaching world, man, so, you know, it don't matter how good you coach is really who you know man so uh yeah man so i mean coaching at colorado state was one thing unc was a, a good both of those were good coaching experiences i mean so now um it's on to the next phase really i mean if i stay in high school i probably i won't be I won't, if i end up staying in high school like forever bro i'm i won't i give it three four years I'll be, I'll be, I wouldn't say three, four years, a couple years. I'll be looking for, I'll probably be a head coach somewhere. You'll probably be on another, I'll be on another episode talking to the head coach somewhere. Cause Thanks. I'm telling you right now, I ain't, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to hire people. I want to, my biggest thing is a, as a head coach is to hire my people. Cause that's, I want to put other people in the positions to, to make money and to change their lives. That's the only reason why I want to be a head coach is, you know, so. If I can do those things, it's out the limit. But, yeah, my ultimate goal is coaching in the field, bro. Hands down. I feel you on that, bro. What team, what team you want to coach for? Or what team you want to coach? To be honest with you, it really don't matter. Uh, but if I had a preference, yeah, I would, I would want to go back to Miami, bro. What? Go back to the Dolphins? Okay. 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 Yeah, bro. I mean, not just – I mean, just the city – the city's amazing. Everything, the beach. I mean, just. I mean, I would. It's either if I had a preference, I'd do Dallas, Houston, Miami, and Atlanta. Those are probably my primary school mm. teams. Bro, you got a good list. Atlanta on that thing. Okay. Mm. Man, everybody loves Atlanta, man. Everybody <laughs> loves Atlanta. Man, Atlanta, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, and obviously now Vegas too. Vegas, Vegas, man, Vegas, man. That stadium is nice as hell. That bad boy, real nice. Yeah, I went by the other. Um, I'm gonna say last year. Yeah, I went by last year. So, yeah, bro. It is what it is. Hey, let me know, man. I'm, a, I'm a definitely. I'm a definitely. You said what? I said, let me know, man. I'm a definite. I'm a watch. I'm gonna keep an eye out for you, man. Yeah. 
I know I appreciate y'all, man. I'm I'm trying to uh I'm like rough. <laughs> it's been 10 years, bro. We ain't no young Thundercats no more. You feel me? Yeah, but you know, after you put the kids away, man, you just like, dang. Yeah. I'm like rough right now. But yeah, I mean, it's good to get look back and know you did the right thing, man. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I can't say I could have, should have, would have. Because I think I, I played my heart out. I did Jetson way. Yeah. Uh, and even now in my high school, I'm giving I'm giving it my all for these kids and they know that and um be on the lookout. Uh, we played the Soto first game, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that thing. Cause I remember yeah. at Pilot Point, we was hearing about that game and I was like, yo, I don't really care about our yeah. own game this week. I'm trying to go see that thing. <laughs> man. That's all that's gonna be over there, though, man. Just letting y'all know that. Man, it's uh is it gonna be hey. is it gonna be uh at DeSoto or is it where's it gonna be at this year? It's at Jefferson, man. Oh, oh yeah, I gotta come to the city for that. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> come to the city for that. Hey, hey, when y'all win, Trent, you gotta jig. You gotta hey, you gotta jig, jig bro. You, you if gotta we win <laughs> that game, if we if we win that game, I'll make sure I'll put a TikTok jigging. Bro, somebody got to play yeah, some young nation in the bag. Got to bring the throw back. Man, I'm jigging. I'm, I'm, I'm got doing all dance. I'm wooing. I'm doing everything the kids. I'm, I'm turning up. Bro, you got to hit walk with a deal. You got to hit walk with a deal. You got to hit it all, dude. I got you. Like I'm jumping off a clear. Yeah. I'm hitting all of that, man. I'm hitting all of that. But shoot, man, we appreciate you, man, for hopping on here with us, man. You know, it's all love, bro. Like I said, man, I don't know you my whole life. <laughs> so, man, like That's like I said, real. bro, we, we appreciate you, man, hopping on here with us, man. We we definitely got we definitely got connected again, bro. For sure, we gotta get back on here when you uh get your head coaching spot, man. Like we we gonna we gonna come get you, bro. Yeah, man, I be me and you. We seen each other out the other night. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. Where you? We trying to find where you were. You know what I'm saying? Man, I was in the bed, bro. Man, I told him. I texted this man. I said, "Hey, bro, just come out, dog. Turn out." He told me, and you know, and you know, I don't go out like that. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I go. I go every blue moon. Man, I'm gonna have to catch your boys next time. Cause yeah, your boy was I was in that bed, bro. I was not getting out of it. <laughs> I was not getting out. Yeah, like just stay the same, Lily. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a homebody, <laughs> bro. That baby, that baby, everything. Shoot. <laughs> nah, man. I appreciate y'all having me on my on the podcast. Anytime, man. Well, we gonna go ahead and let you dip on out of here, man. All right, y'all boys be easy, man. Y'all hit y'all hit me up, man. Hey, I got we, my got, we got your number. We got you, bro. Hey. <laughs> All right, man. Definitely this summer, man. Definitely. All right. I'll let y'all boys. Y'all be safe. Be blessed. All right, bro. Yes, you sir. too. All right. Take care.